Hello, hello everyone. This is Heather. And this is Kara. And you're listening to I'm Not Complaining. I'm just asking. It's our podcast. Hey everyone. Well, if you're feeling a little strange out there, you're not alone because like most of the world apparently, we just watched Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Or as Heather likes to call it, Doctor Strange number two. <laughs> In certain circles, yes. And by circles, I mean that glowing circle that's a parallel universe portal that appears if you wear a very special type of ring that only Doctor Strange and his other pals who live at the temple seem to possess. You mean the wizards? The Time Lords? The Wizarding World of Marvel? Yes. The Multiverse. The Wizarding World of the Multiverse Portal. Um, I mean, yeah, he does. If we're talking about the Time Stone, then technically he can time travel. He can move from space to space. And, you know, I'm not really sure if I trust portals that much because I've watched Cloudy with a Chance and Meatballs and they try to use the portal and they've used it for food and then they send Steve the monkey through and this Steve um do you think they named him Steve because of Stephen Strange helping <laughs> yellow <laughs> I know I I, I is that a deep cut? Is Are the writers of Claudia with a Chance and Meatballs fans of Marvel or Doctor Strange? It, it's possible. Is it, well, well, in the multiverse, I would dare say anything is possible. In the multiverse of madness, <laughs> I have to tell you, I... My brain hurt... During and after and trying to talk to Heather about the multiverse and how everything interconnects with this and the fact that it's the second Doctor Strange and he is signed on to do a third. Oh, sure. Yeah. I don't know where they go from here. Well, the answer is anywhere they want. Oh, because it's the multiverse? Yes, a.k.a. We, we have license to do absolutely anything. So currently the budgets for all these new Marvel films with Disney, and this is phase four of the Marvel Universe, if we're tracking that this is, I believe, the 25th film in the Marvel Universe. So that's including... Thor, that's including Captain America. Which Thor Part 3 Love is and coming. Thunder. Yes, Love and Thunder is going to be coming out, which I am super pumped for. And this is... When they released the trailer for the new Thor film, and it has Sweet Child of Mine, and it has the intro of Slash... And... And that's, I really felt old because I had a student in one of my classes say, wow, they're putting some, they're using oldies. (laughs) I don't think you can call it, it's not oldies. Oldies is like golden oldies from like the 50s and the 60s. Well, I guess it's all relative as where you are in the multiverse. So that is classic rock. You've got classic rock and and, and hair metal and 80s metal, but in rock. Well, it's it's also pretty funny to call 80s music classic because we were alive when the 80s were new. So (laughs) normal rock. Average rock. Uh, I mean, it's not like face-melting metal. It's not like Iron Maiden or something. But we are getting 
We are going We're in- spinning into another plane over here. We are. We're going through a portal right now. So, <laughs> so let's get back to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That so- the budget for this new film and Phase Four of the of the Marvel films is two hundred million dollars. It's the which, budget. When I think about that. It makes... Where did they spend this money? It's all CGI. And is, stunt work. And stunt work. So, in special effects and sound mixing and lighting and green screens and, and wind machines to make the cape go. And whether it's a real cape or, or CGI cape, because the cape has a mind of its own and... I can see where and how they spent the two hundred. Oh, for sure. But I don't think there's a real set in that whole film. Um, I think just the people are real, and even sometimes, or I should say, most of the time in the fight scenes, those aren't even real people. That they are tennis balled CGI'd versions and digitized versions of themselves. And how how much? actual fighting in those fight scenes and spinning in the multiverse are are they actually is it the real person acting is that actually really benedict cumberbatch well he has to have a stunt double for sure but as for the practical sets i would say that this normal city streets where uh benedict aka stephen aka dr strange is coming out of his brownstone onto this new york i'm assuming it's new york i never i had no idea if that is actually where he i assume it is because he was in the spider-man movies and spider-man aka peter peter parker lives in new york Right? Yes, he does. So that's where his mansion is. So that I'm assuming that, yes, that's supposed to be New York City Street. Those were practical sets on a a lot, for sure. Which those are the same sets that they've used for Spider-Man and for the other Marvel films, like the Avengers, when they're fighting in New York and fighting all the monsters and the aliens in, in... the other Avenger films because I'm pretty sure Stark Tower is also in New York. Yeah. Or what was previously Stark Tower before it got destroyed and then they, he made his compound. But any, but that again, that's so, a whole nother... So story. I would say that's probably the only practical set. Um, and then everything else is CGI or, you know, half half and half. So... On a soundstage. So this film... Doctor Strange 2, uh, in the Multiverse of Madness, the the madness of amount of money this film made, it made over $950 million worldwide. So it made almost a billion dollars in the theaters. Which, which uh, perhaps some of that was because you could get the collectible popcorn bucket, which is one of those little glowing cubes with all the mysterious writing on it. What about the ring? Could you get the ring? I don't know if you could. Maybe that costs extra with butter. I don't know. I, I, I bet love you can. I bet you. I bet you could find one on Etsy. I love accessories. I love rings. <laughs> but I don't. I don't think I. Especially rings that can ordle, open a portal. As convenient as portal openings sound, with how expensive gas is these days. But what if you go into the wrong universe? I that would be me. That would be the first one, and then I wouldn't remember how to do this, 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 the spinning, the hand motion. I mean, I can like open like automatic doors using the force. Sure. But opening portals with one, I gotta hold one hand steady with the ring, and then the other one I gotta spin, um, and make a specific circular motion. I, I don't think I'm cut out for that i don't think i could be a magical wizard um i've been to universal studios trying to use my wand to to cast the spells and it didn't work and then a five-year-old child would be like you need to swish and flick see 
And then it works, and I was like, I, I don't think I could be a wizard. <laughs> I have no patience, and I have noodle arms, and I'm not graceful at all whatsoever. I'm not fluid. You just need to go to cape school. I'm you sure, know, maybe that's it. I'm sure I'm also, with proper training. I'm also really afraid of heights, too, so flying <laughs> through the air with a cape attached to me, I also couldn't be Superman. Oh. But, Heather, what, what, did, you, did you like... The Doctor Strange, or was it was it so, true to the title of that it was just pure madness? So, if we're focusing on just this one movie... So, first off, uh, well, you should have said earlier. So, if you have not seen it yet, I'll say spoiler alert, because we're going to talk about the film. But honestly, even if you've seen the film, it, whether you've seen it or not, really, to me, does not matter. Because even if you've watched the entire film... It still doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And anything we say, it's not going to make a difference. It's it's a bananas experience. So here's the thing. I, I watched it on streaming. And when I began the movie, uh, unbeknownst to me, it had defaulted and had English subtitles, which I guess a lot of people watch watch their content with subtitles on nowadays. I personally do not like that. It takes me completely out of the movie and distracts me. I don't like it. So while I was trying to figure out the button to turn it off, I was cracking up because the subtitles were on <laughs> and it would say things like confused grunting, <laughs> confused, Wait. confused scream. Every caption that it came up for a sound effect had like the word confused but, but, in front of it and I was like oh I and after watching it I was like I think just the person writing the subtitles was straight up confused but, and so he just wrote it in but to your point brother, so I watched I watched the multiverse of madness with a friend of mine before we started the film she goes okay I just want you to know when the film starts, they are speaking in Spanish. Yes, that was and that was the problem. I was like, oh no! I was went through to, through my settings, and I was like, I I I'm watching the wrong one. I pushed the wrong button. It was a whole thing. It cut to thirty minutes later, and I was like, oh, I think they're just speaking Spanish in this first part. Because they're in a <laughs> multiverse where both characters yes. speak Spanish and. Unless my friend who I was watching this movie with, I would have been the same. I was confused. Even though she told me, I go, wait, what? Can you, could you imagine? And it never happens again. What was the point? Why, why is that? That was that was a choice. Yes. That was a choice. To intentionally confuse and throw off people. Can you imagine being somewhere, like in the Midwest, and all of a sudden, <laughs> and it's like 9 o'clock at night, and maybe it's been a long day, and you're like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to unwind. Pop on the movie. I, I'm going to watch this movie that I've really been looking forward to, and then... Literally freaking out because you think you got the wrong you settings. got the wrong you setting the or you bought the wrong DVD that it's in Spanish. Well, because I don't think people buy DVDs anymore. No, care. but I've bought I have <laughs> bought a DVD in Spanish before, and I it was the second Harry Potter film. And this is back in the day. And I did. I bought a. I bought the second Harry Potter film on. This is pre-Amazon. I'm pretty sure I bought it off of either Best Buy or Target, and they shipped it to me. And I popped it in, and I was so excited, got all set and ready to go. And it was in Spanish. Aww. And I, I thought, oh, I could just change the, the subtitles. Nope. It was in Spanish. In Spanish it only. It is what it is. It is what it is. And so I had to give it away. So, but P.S., I'm... There's nothing wrong with having a film have different languages in the film. There's nothing wrong with that, and I don't have a problem with that. But to have it go it doesn't right off the bat, well, there was is, is even that intro. There, there was, was it, it. It it has the titles. You know how they do now. They have the Marvel ding, logo, ding, 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 and then they superimpose past scenes in the title now which is odd 
And then the movie starts. And to have them speaking a different language, that's fine. I don't, you know, whatever is the story. But to have it never occur again. There's no explanation. There's no explanation as what and and P.S. When they go to other a multitude of different uh, portals or universes or planes or whatever the heck the terminology was, not once do they not speak English. On all the places they go, they always in. I'm talking about within this movie that we are talking about. They don't speak a different language. So why the very first scene, the very first thing you're being, the very first scene is purposely the most chaotic, arguably the most chaotic of the entire film, which is saying something because the whole film is confusing. It's the most jarring, purposely confusing imagery and sensory and just... The colors. Uh, the, the colors, visually, um, the it, lots of spinning, and it's perfect, purposely chaotic, and then you add in a different language. So you're not only not being able to pay attention to what the characters are doing. Because you're trying to understand what you're, you're saying. You're trying to read the subtitles. It, yeah, it's just, it's very and you're trying strange to figure out, choice. And you're also trying to figure out, wait. Did, did I, I sit on the remote? <laughs> so it's very... Odd. So, uh, the but direct, anyway, but so the director, just, the director's anyway. uh, Sammy Raimi, who is it, I don't dr- think it's Sammy. I think it's just Sam. Is it just Sam? It might be Sammy. Maybe his grandma calls him Sammy. But <laughs> hey, look, look, Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. I got a question for you, Sammy. Listen, Sammy, listen, 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 Sammy. Um, he was the director of the original three Spider-Man films Toby. with Tobey Maguire. Okay. So there's the connection there, and not really. Well, maybe they thought, well, he's kind of directed. I mean, Spider-Man was part of. Sony, but yeah, that was before Disney had acquired Marvel. So but I don't know. Thinking action film or I mean, I'm not talking about him as a director. I'm just talking about that that at the time that the Tobey Maguire's <clears throat> Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans were made, they did not have any connection to Disney. That's all I'm no. saying. No, okay, but that would be a choice that him as a director. Would have made plus with the editor. They also, we're still. I'm still stuck on the opening scene. So also, the Doctor Strange that we see flying through the air or falling through the air because he's not. I guess he's not really flying. They're like being sucked towards this thing. He has the most insane wig. Oh, it's with, terrible. With skunk stripes in a ponytail. Yeah. And he looks literally insane. Yeah. I didn't... Uh, that also... I was like, I don't understand what's going on. And there's this, this young a- girl, young girl actress. I don't know if she's been in anything else. She was unfamiliar to me. But it's this young woman... <clears throat> Who we've, to my knowledge, have never met before in all of these Marvel movies. She is a character that we have never met before. We don't know who she is. We don't know her name. Am I correct in this? So what I think... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I correct? Yes and no. Okay. So she is not in any of the Marvel previous Marvel films. Okay. To answer your question, yes and no. The character that this young lady is playing has not been in any of the previous Marvel films. Okay. I mean, I I assume she's in the comic books and she's very established. Uh, this America Chavez character. I was not familiar with her. There's apparently the Disney Plus 
series that came out and I had not seen it. And again, the friend that I watched the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, that's why she told me, just so you know, have you watched the Disney Plus series yet? No. Okay, well that character is going to be introduced in this film. And by the way, the film is going to start off in Spanish with subtitles. And my reaction was, say what? So it's very confusing. The whole film well, was the fil overly confusing. And the, the multiverse, even if you want to make it like wormhole, 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 portal, portal, portal. And I think that we can all understand the concept that there are, because we watched Loki, that there's multiverses. And in each universe... There is a version of yourself, but it's different in each one of those of what... So I can I can understand that concept. And now because of the fabric of time has, like, kind of become thin, that they can go between those and the other versions of yourself can then jump into other realities. I do like that her portals are in the shape of a star. I enjoyed that. That's thought, great. If you're gonna if you're gonna travel through portals, why not have a little style? I liked that. But uh, there were just. But my point was, it was over. Still, it was overcomplicated unnecessarily. Uh, or you could say necessarily because if you make it over, if you make everything confusing, then your story doesn't have to make sense. It's just. It's just. It was, I feel like they're like, well, let's just not, let, what if we made a movie that made zero sense? Wouldn't that be fun, guys? That's and, what I feel like And this I movie think was. some of you are probably listening to this and saying, well, if you would have seen Spider-Man number three before Doctor Strange number two, then this would make sense. And no, guess what, folks? No. Guess what, folks? We watched Spider-Man No Way Home, which is Spider-Man number three. Which creates the 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 tears yes. in the multiverse and tears in the fabric of time, and I watched Spider Man No Way Home, Spider Man number three. I watched it three times, Oof. and then I watched, and then I watched <laughs> Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Unpopular opinion. I I, I didn't enjoy it. At all. Versus Spider-Man No Way Home. I thought it was the best Spider-Man <laughs> that I'd ever seen. And I Well, you got three Spider-Mans for the price of one. Well, Spider-Man 3. And you get Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, and Spider-Man 3. Which, this is not a spoiler because that film came out like darn close to like a year ago, I feel like. It came out <laughs> in November know. or there, around Christmas. Time doesn't even matter anymore. But Everything I, I feels love, like a hundred years I, ago and yesterday as I, far but, as I'm concerned. So that's what I'm saying. I think the bar was set so high from Spider-Man No Way Home and then this Doctor Strange came out and I think the expectations were so high and I think they had too much time. <laughs> this this running theme of time. I think they had too much time to keep twer tweaking and working and fixing and reshooting and making it more fantastical. That I actually think it made it not work. <laughs> you know? I, I, whereas... Spider-Man No Way Home, they filmed it before the, the pandemic and then during the pandemic. And I think they had so many options mm. and a lot more freedom. And the, that they could do so many things with that story to wrap up. Spider-Man, because 
Tom Holland had signed on for five films, but he did the Avengers, um, which took up one and two, and then three, four, five is Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3. And I absolutely loved what they did with the new Spider-Man. Yeah, the uh, Spider-Man 3 was really good. And then, of course, you know, like you said, they ha- they absorbed... Uh, they made... Uh, Spider-Man 3 begins heavy with um, Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Holland. Uh, heavy in the beginning part of Spider-Man 3 where Peter Parker goes to Doctor Strange's Ice Palace, a.k.a. Brownstone, which is filled with... Snow, like Dr. Zhivago Zhivago for some reason, just because it looks cool. And then uh, Peter Parker asks uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch Uh, to... Can I call you Steven? Yeah, that feels weird, but I'll allow it. I mean, if we're going to get into Spider-Man 3... Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man 3 is literally like they had their research, Marvel had their research team go and scour the internet for memes about Spider-Man and memes in general and just shoved them, shoehorned them in because the whole, it's strange but I'll allow it, that that has been a meme for so in, long in of, of, of Ken Jeong wearing a, a sombrero hat sitting at his had his desk in a classroom from a TV show called Community where it's a, it's a picture of him and underneath it says oh I'll allow it I mean this 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 Spider-Man 3 is just a fever dream of memes and, maybe and that's hashtags. why I love it so much because I love memes. <laughs> because they have, I love memes. you know, they have all three of the Spider-Men's and, in a, they the they, and they do the pointing thing. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you guys. It's, one of my favorite parts, though, of the new Spider-Man was before they do their big battle scene at the end. And they're all talking about I'm so sorry, but when he comes down the staircase of ice and he's wearing track pants and a sweatshirt. For Columbia. Yet he's still wearing this stupid cape over it because business casual for a wizard. I just, I was like, what the hell is going on? Oh my gosh. But (laughs) I... I would love to see that as a Comic Con costume, by the way. The track pants of the sweatshirt with the full cape. Hilarious. But but the, a lot of the... Like, when Doctor Strange is trying to cast the spell... Yeah. And, and Peter Parker, Spider-Man, Tom Holland keeps on talking. Changing the spell. To, and I was like... And, and that's the whole thing at the end is... I sometimes forget that you're a teenager and of course that this is like an impossible task that of of course it's going to go horribly right. Why wouldn't it go horribly right? But um, my favorite part about the new Spider-Man is when all three of them are getting ready for the battle and you have Andrew Garfield go, ah, wasn't that great? And Tommy McGuire just goes, wait, 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 wait. Do you listen to yourself? Like, you are amazing. That was so cute. Because... He's the, the amazing because, Spider-Man. Because Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man's, the title is The Amazing Spider-Man. And it's just like, no, it's, you know, sometimes it's good to hear it. It's good, you know, and and when they're talking about how each of them got their powers, or the fact that Tom Holland Spider Man actually doesn't have like power powers, it's more of the suit, and then that they were like, oh, Tobey Maguire, how do you, wait, the web comes out of you? <laughs> how, what? If you don't want to talk about it, it's fine. But I loved the interactions of. The 
three different Spider-Mans. Yes. Again, that is the multiverse. And the, the, the fact that they bring in all of the villains from all of the Spider-Mans, like, I, you know, I guess. I mean, it's, it, I, oh, man, I, it's, the Spider-Man has some strange and interesting villains. Yeah. Um so I understood. I appreciate that they're like, well, if we're going to bring in Toby Maguire, we have to bring in all the villains from the Toby Maguire's 1, 2, and 3. Um if we're going to bring in Andrew Garfield, we have to bring in his villains from 1 and 2. Yes. And then of course, um the only thing I was really disappointed about and Heather Hugh had mentioned this to me. I was sad that if we're going to have Tom Holland one, two, and then three that they didn't bring back Jake's character. But I get it because he's dead. He's de- he's dead in Tom Holland's Spider-Man universe. Who's Jake? Jake Gyllenhaal. Mysterio. Oh, yes. I was confused. Why? But he wasn't. But he's dead in Tom Holland's universe. But I but thought that was exist. an ele- I thought that was an elaborate ruse. No, he was dead. He died. To frame. No, he's dead. Peter Parker, Parker to drones, to drones. to out him. But I thought that was an elaborate ruse that he actually did. No, he's it. dead. No, he's dead. Okay. Yeah, because I was dead. Because I was waiting on that. No, Mysterio's because I thought that dead. that whole thing was a ruse. No, 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 he's dead. Okay. That yeah. That was his. That was his plan. That if Mysterio, Jake Gyllenhaal, if he in fact actually died, they were he he was going to pin that was everything. It, that was on, his insurance. Correct to out Tom Holland, Spider Man's secret. Peter Parker's secret identity. Wow. If okay. Died. I didn't. I didn't catch that. So wow. yeah, I kept waiting. I was like, okay, so so Gyllenhaal's got to pop up somewhere around here. No, he's dead. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I missed that. <laughs> that explains why he didn't come back. Yeah. Because he would. doesn't exist in the other multiverses. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, there. You and go. we're living in in Peter Parker, Tom Holland multiverse right and everybody was coming into his so uh but the fact that they all you know worked together and then dr strange was like okay i gotta i gotta set it back i unlike dr strange 2 the multiverse of madness spider-man no way home i laughed I cried, I laughed again, and then at the end, I cried <laughs> because it it gave me everything that I wanted. Yes, in the film and everything that I expected. I think it truly was a film for the fans, and I've never been a huge like diehard Spider-Man fan. I've always been a Batman fan. I love Captain America. I love Iron Man. Um, but <clears throat> I've always appreciated Spider-Man and Tom Holland. I think brings such an uh, like he's the actual age of the yes. of of Peter Parker. So I feel if there's a way to be more authentic with the character and he can do all the flips and he's springy and he's funny and um, I just feel like he embodies the character so much more. And Tommy McGuire was one of the oldest actors to play Spider-Man and then Andrew Garfield was kind of an in-between um, and a lot of people didn't like Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I thought he was okay. I thought he did the best he could with what he had. Uh, but I just feel like Tom Holland got the complete package. He himself as the actor. And then on top of that, he got the backing of one of the largest, most successful movie studios in the world, which was Disney, that just said, 
we're going to throw all this weight and all this money behind you and prepare you in every way that we can to make it the best it can be. And I think John Watts, who is the director for all three of the Tom Holland Spider-Man films, and I think if you are working that intensely for that long of a period of time on these films, you kind of are able to work better as a team and understand what you want to get out of the film and out of the actors. And there's more of a, a level of trust that's built. And then the expectation that you're able to, I think, maybe push the envelope a little bit more to see what works and what doesn't. Um, I think you get a better product. I don't feel like that happened with Doctor Strange 2. I don't feel like to me, I don't feel like anything progressed with his storyline. I don't think it gave us more answers in character development. I don't see where Doctor Strange goes from here for Doctor Strange 3, which he, Benedict Cumberbatch has signed on for. They have a working script that's in the make. I just don't see... I feel like it was really forced and almost rushed that they were like, Oh God, Spider-Man came out, which automatically leads into Doctor Strange 2. And we have to get this out, guys. We have to get this out. And I feel like it was rushed there were too many plot holes and they kind of did a throwaway in the fact that they're like, oh, we'll just explain it. That Well, you just don't understand it because it's the multiverse. And it's like, no, it doesn't make sense because it doesn't make sense. And then they f threw in Professor Xavier and and, oh, and, and John Krasinski as... As the, as the Fantastic Four, because he's going to be in the new Fantastic Four film. And I'm just like, you know what, guys? It's too much. You can't just throw people in there and mention them for five minutes and then never talk about it again. It was just too much and, and not enough content. Specific content. Meaningful content. And maybe it's me. Unpopular opinion. I'm not complaining. I'm just asking, why wasn't it better? Well, so that scene where it's, you know, the tribunal counselor, whatever label they wanted to give that, when Patrick Stewart rolled out in the bumper car, I literally pressed the pause button on streaming and I was like, okay. D is this, are they doing this because they're sending out a signal to the audience that, hey, remember all those X-Men films that came out in the early 2000s and we just ran through as much content intellectual property as possible. Remember all those? Remember how much fun you had with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine and Halle Berry as Storm and blah, blah, blah. Phoenix. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That dude, he had sunglasses and he shot laser out of that. You remember how much fun Cyclops. that was? You remember how, how much fun we had, guys, Raven. right? Well, all that was run by another studio. But we... We've been, we, Disney, have been trying for a very long time to acquire X the X-Men. Because when they got the Marvel deal, Spider-Man and Deadpool and X-Men were not part of the initial deal. Well, so over time, but they always wanted it. So over time, little by little, been trying, reaching, reaching, reaching. They got Spider-Man. Obviously, we know. And, and they also Sony. got 20, Deadpool. 20th Century Fox. They also got Deadpool, which is questionable if we'll ever get another Deadpool with Ryan Rose because of the content of 
Deadpool the 1 Deadpool. and 2 is... They are not on Disney+. Plus. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. They they don't... Uh, it's a whole thing. But because of, you know, the uh, adultness, we'll say, the maturity of Deadpool, that content is not Disney. So it's going to be tricky if they ever want to do more content with him. Which, of course, they will. They'll figure out a way. Because... Uh, it's Ryan Reynolds and it's Deadpool, which are massively popular. So they'll figure something out. But I'm thinking, I pressed the pause button when <sighs> Xavier, Xavier, Dr. Xavier rolled out because I was like, are they doing this to tell us, guess what, guys? We got X-Men. We have it. It's ours now. And this is our signal telling you the X-Men machine it is getting ramped up, and we are going to be blowing content at you like you wouldn't believe. Strap in, get ready. Because that's the only reason I could imagine that they put Patrick Stewart in there. Because why else was he there? There's no other know. purpose. I, and then they kill him. I, I don't know. That other has to than, be it. Other than... A Deadpool 3. I don't understand a reason for making more X-Men films. and Because and some, everybody... They're going to recast everybody. Oh. Hugh Jack... I don't think... They, Hugh Jackman said he, he, said he can't. Well, he already, he, he already he died. He ruined his body. Well, no, and he already... In they real already life. Made a, but they already made a film about how he died. Yes, that, was, then, the, that was the last installment. Right, so I guess the... the, the so they're the, going to recast With the kids. Everyone. No, it's going to be the new, the new X-Men are all the kids that escaped in the woods right. to Canada. That's what I'm saying, all new actors. Oh, but anyways, and, I, and and to your point, John Krasinski showing up in the Fantastic Four again. I had to pause it because I was laughing so he's hard. A, he's Jim from the Office, folks. I, I know, he did a great I know job. that he's grown a beard, and I know he's been doing that. Uh, the quiet place. The quiet. Well, yes, the, that monster movie. But also, he did some show for like Amazon or. Something didn't watch it. So he did some show where he's like a tough guy, secret agent, or something like that. I'll look it up right now. It's just like Chris Pratt is now owned by Amazon Prime and doing all these action, futuristic war movies for yeah. And I, I'm sorry, Chris Jack Pratt. Ryan. Jack Ryan is the I'm name. I'm sorry, Chris of the Pratt. Amazon. I love you as. You know, Mouse Rat. From Andy Dwyer? No. That's his name. No. On Parks and Rec, isn't it? No, I don't know. What do I get if I'm right? Oh, gosh. Um, But, and, and then he's in, he's Star-Lord, and then he was in Passengers. Andy Dwyer is the name of his character okay. in Parks and Rec. Don't at me. Bro. Okay, okay. <laughs> but I, the Tomorrow War, and then he did a great job with the revamp of Jurassic World. Oh, god! The first Jurassic Park. And then we watched Jurassic World 2. If that's even the title, I don't know. And then Jurassic World 3 is coming out, or has come out. Haven't seen that one yet, but... um. Stick to what you know. Well, what he knows is showing up, is getting a script and memorizing it and acting his little heart out. So I think he is doing what he knows. I I'm just... not going to fault him for that. If someone's going to pay you millions of, uh, dollars. millions of dollars to read lines and stand on your I mark, guess. then you're going to do it. It's not hurting anyone. It's fine. It, it hurts me. <laughs> Because I really liked him as an actor. Now I'm, I'm kind of like, it's too much. These 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 movies aren't good. Well, here's the thing. It's like, I don't even know where we started at the beginning of this. Oh, John Krasinski showing up in the Fantastic Four. So, what's so funny is that also those Fantastic Four movies... Were fantastically has, awful? Were terrible, but they had... 
Chris Evans, yes. aka Captain America, was yes. the Human Torch or yes. whatever the heck that character is yes. before he was Captain America. Captain America. And it's so funny. He must every day or every once in a while, Chris Evans and the actor would be like, I thought my career was over. This is well, me projecting. I I was literally a human flame. <laughs> and now, now I'm, Captain, I'm America. Captain America. I mean what a what a tour de force. So so hey. but because but because those films, those Fantastic Four films are really terrible, of course they would remake them. It just makes sense. But I mean, John Krasinski, is he really, I mean, I, I barely remember those films, but, but the character that John Krasinski is portraying in this film, this Doctor Strange part two film, he's like the head professor, Yes. whatever in the world. I believe his name is literally Mr. Fantastic. Well, that's like Mister Incredible. I know. That's why there's the, uh, well, the animated we'll Incredible we'll let, films. We'll let that slide for a minute. But um, he's supposed to be like the smartest person in the world, or something like that. They they allude to that in the five seconds that he's in, on the film in this one. That's not that's not who you think of when you see John Krasinski. John As Krasinski you said, should be the Jim Halpert. From the office. He he's should be the smug. human torch. He's smug. Should he's, be the human he's torch. He's a little sassy. He's not a professor. No. And in the in those failed, I don't even I shouldn't even say failed, because I don't have the box office to budget ratio for those original Fantastic Four films. They the were man, good for what they the were. Man, and I don't remember the name of the actor. The man that they had playing the professor, he was very slender, he was very tall, and they had him in a grain gray to white wig to make him look more studious um more in you know intellectual yes so visually you're like oh he's a dude who you know he studied his whole life and he's a brain that's not what you see when you see jim halpert i don't care that he has a beard sorry his pandemic beard (laughs) His multiverse pandemic beard. I I was just like, that's not who he is. I, I but just, you know whatever. The the only the, the other thing is that they keep on making fun of Benedict Cumberbatch about and everybody keeps throwing what is it throwing shade or making digs at him about how he's not the Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> it's the other guy. Yes. Who, by the way, in real life, his name is also Benedict. No, How it's about, not. It is. That's the, When the credits rolled, I go, you were kidding me. So I'm like, how do they keep it straight on set? Dr. Strange. So, someone's Benny. Benny and Benny. the Jets. Benny! <laughs> Benny! Benny and the Jets. Uh, I just... <laughs> I don't know. And then it, there's also the introduction of the of uh, Scarlet Witch. Not introduction. She's had her own series. No, no, no. But Wanda she officially Vision. she officially embodies because the evil part has taken over. Well, that's her, because of the book. The, the book, but she officially embodies and becomes the Scarlet Witch. She's picking then, apples in her orchard, and then she. You know, destroys the temple. That's her temple. That she's be she's fulfilling the prophecy that they've been waiting for her. And then when she destroys the temple, does she also consumes everything and destroys the book? So does that mean that she in fact actually dies, or is she alive? Like trapped inside, is like OG. Yeah, or is she alive in other multiverses? Well, yes, they she even, they she even, is. She that's the whole thing because her children are, are with are with the they actual. They will be loved. They will be loved. Maroon Five Deep Cut. She so yeah. folks. There's a lot of times where we just appreciate the content. 
I, I can't hold back on this because these <laughs> that film costs two hundred million dollars, and they and the fact that they have every Marvel superhero person super genius deep cut. Let's do some research. Let we have the time to reshoot. We can rework things that are, are CGI, and it wasn't. It wasn't better, and I don't know how this is a placeholder to move forward to the third Doctor Strange because well, there isn't. There is not another Avengers in between this and the third Doctor Strange, and I just don't know how we can streamline that or make that leap and i don't think the new thor film should have to bookend well it's not going to if the tra- if the trailers are to be believed for the newest thor coming out it's setting up the next guardians of the galaxy installment Which because they have because they have heavy Chris Pratt, Rocket the Raccoon, the whole gang road tripping with Thor. So in theory, Doctor Strange is going to be out with Charlize Theron for three years? Or maybe talking 2024, 2025? Am I going to be interested in seeing that new Doctor Strange film, asked me in two years. Yeah, the thing is, is that at the end of this Doctor Strange, he comes out of his brownstone wearing a button-down and a Mr. Rogers sweater, skipping down the street, and collapses in the middle of the crosswalk, screaming, because a third eye has grown out of his head. Now, I was confused by this because I was like, is this a young Frankenstein, Gene Wilder situation where he has absorbed part of Frankenstein's personality and that's just a part of him now because of the he went through the dead book or whatever the terminology of that thing was because he had to use it so it's somehow still a part of him and is infused to him or is it that the evil him who always had the third eye and was in possession of the evil book and he was did he possess de- and he was possessing the dead did body he, possess the quote-unquote normal Doctor Strange and he comes out like a Jekyll and Hyde situation. I don't know. And then there's yet another credit scene where Charlize Theron shows up. She and wants again, to get in on the action. What, and again, <clears throat> comes out of his brownstone wearing his casual clothes Charlize Theron looking fantastic in her neon makeup and fabulous wig opens a portal and says okay let's go (sighs) Benedict Cumberbatch says yeah I'm down with that and his third eye pops out with no pain and not alarmed that the third eye has come out. So the time between <laughs> collapsing in hysterics... 30 seconds of credits. Of the street. And then Charlize shows up and he's like, Oh, what's this? My third eye, you ask? Thank you. I grew it myself. I was like, what? <laughs> what? So it it's, not, a, it's not a problem now, apparently. It was, and now it's not. Uh, and if it's two different universes, you did not explain yourself well. Yeah. Which, so it's like, based well, on the film that we just watched, you, you choose not to explain things very so well. So I thought... Sam, Sammy. Mr. Sammy. Samuel. Um, 
so I thought when he collapsed in the street and the third eye popped out, I was like, oh, so the third movie is going to be a Jekyll and Hyde? Or is it about your third eye? No, this is what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, based on that ending, perhaps the third film is going to be self-discovery in that he's he's a Jekyll and Hyde and he has to do something through the storyline to overcome the evilness that, that is new, the new evilness that has possessed him and his past baggage of being a total jerk. Um, all of it has to go. And so he, to, in order to, and that would, that would tie into like the, the, the Tibetan monk almost, um, Meditation. vibe that they've always been pushing to, for lack of a better word, achieve nirvana. And that's going to be the storyline, which kind of is okay. But uh, but then Charlize Theron shows up and, and he's totally cool about the evil eye. And I'm like, okay, well, guess not. That's gone. I mean, because it could. It could have very, I mean, that would have been something. You know, he, he has to go on this, uh, uh, you know, desert retreat. Right. To Joshua Tree to figure out his stuff. And I was like, oh, no. He's got to go in a sweat lodge with Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the Joker? <laughs> I just... But, yeah, so I don't know. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe at Comic-Con, maybe there's going to be a panel that explains more what the, I what's guess. going on. I mean, so... The film, I think everyone who worked on the film did their job. Yeah. The graphics people, the cost, the wardrobes and costumes. The, fa- the actors themselves were doing everything they possibly could. I couldn't even imagine being an actor on this film. I mean, they've been put through the ringer in this film. They are being asked to do everything you you're possibly flying, can you're ask. You're flipping, you're punching. You have you're... to be emotional. You have to cry for... You have to You have to get in a place... As an actor, you would have to get into a place emotionally to, you know, be sobbing and hysterical at the drop of a hat. I mean, you can't... There's no working up to it. And, and you can't even really prepare yourself based on the words on the page. You're like, but I don't understand how I get there emotionally. Do it! Okay. <laughs> and they do. So, uh, all the credit to everybody who did their part. But wow. Something else. It's not for me. No. Spider-Man was for me. And I gotta tell you, when... Uh, the part where I... It lost you? It, uh, Literally it, it and figuratively? Lo- it lost me. It, I checked out emotionally... I couldn't get emotionally invested when he, Dr. Strange, goes to the wedding of Rachel McAdams. And that's very early in the film. He has the the fever dream of dropping where he has a ponytail and he wakes up in his own bed like Ebenezer Scrooge on Christmas morn. What day is today? My best to Bob Cratchit. It's the wedding of the lady that I like. (laughs) <laughs> so when you go and honestly when he's sitting in the church with the pew I thought it was for a funeral I did too did you? I did I never expected it was a wedding no one looks happy at least not on her side no one and I kind of was like did they change it in post? was it originally it- shot as a funeral? and they're like you know that's it's a little dark. The movie has so much darkness in it. Let's, let's change. Let's switch it up to a wedding. Possibly. Honestly, it's possible. Maybe that was one of the reshoots. Because yes. remember, remember how Tom Holland would, was joking about how he was in the funeral scene yes. for Iron Man? Yes. And, and he, he said, they. I was told it was a wedding. <laughs> Because he can't keep a secret. Because he can't keep a secret. Yes. And it was a funeral. And he goes, come to find out it's a funeral. And he goes, I got it. They told me it was a wedding. But, yeah. And when Rachel McAdams comes up to him at the bar and she says, 
Are you happy, Steven? I checked out. Because, because I was like, why would first you? off, why would you ask that, first off, to anyone, ever? <laughs> Honestly, I mean, seriously, what do you if someone, came, someone comes up to you and you haven't talked to them in years, in years, and the first thing that they say to you is, are you happy? I would punch them in the face. That's like asking that- somebody's got a taste of Mondays. <laughs> Dare you? you first off, first off, that's none of your business. <laughs> For all intents and purposes, and you want, I'm fine. And you want an a- and you're expecting an actual answer? At your no. Wedding? And you stand in front of me on supposedly the best day of your life, so they say. Um, the supposedly the happiest day of your life, and you stare and. You know that he and you and the two of you, these characters, have had an on again, off again. Why would you invite him to your wedding? In the first place, I was like, this woman is a monster. What a what a f you kind of question. First of all, how dare you invite him? Yeah. Secondly, why would you go? Yeah, Why would you go? They're both messed and up. Then, and then on top of that, you then ask him that question. Yeah, why? They're both monsters. So much you're why. Bo- you're both monsters. Agreed. And then, I checked out emotionally. I was when, like, I don't then, care. I do not care what happens to either of these people. And then that's why you didn't care when she put him in a glass cage. No. And she was going to conduct experiments on him because he's he's an evil doctor strange from another multiverse yeah i was i was out that was also when john krasinski that's the john krasinski (laughs) universe and uh i did however i did not mind that on that council was captain america's girlfriend dressed up in a british not his She's I know, I know she's superior. not. I know, that is his superior. But at the but end, it is the love of when his he, life. No, they get together when he time travels back in the very last. Yes. So yes, he's she's just whatever, and she's wearing her un, her costume that has the Union Jack on it because she's the she's the British. She be, yes. instead of Captain. It's Cap. It's not Captain America. It's oh, I can look Captain Britain. Uh, Captain Lady. Let's see. Uh, Captain. I'm literally Googling. Captain Union Jack. I'm literally looking it up right now, you guys. And then. Anyway, uh, if if they did that to introduce her as her own thing, I'd be more than fine with that. I think she's a great actress. I liked her in the Captain America films. And if that's their, like, hey, signal, hey, this is coming up, I'd be more than happy with And then that. the Carol Danvers is played by the African-American friend. Who is, of... was in the last James Bond film with, um, who's it? Daniel Craig. Yes. She she was in that. I, and I was like, I remember her. It's opposite day. Yeah. A it's Captain opposite America, universe. Girlfriend, I'm literally still googling it, you guys, because I'm slow. Uh, Peggy Carter is her name, the character, and Captain Britain? Question mark. Well, she is. Uh, I, is that I will right? call her Captain Union Jack. How about that? Yeah. Sorry, guys, I can't find it. Anyway, British version of Captain America. But anyway, I'd be fine with that because I think she's great. And I thought it was cute. I did think it was cute that during the fight scene, she got to say, I, I could, could do, do this, this all day. day. That was cute. I That was a wink. And I, I was like, that, that, I'll allow it. I'm going to put on my sombrero like Ken you know, John and you say, know, I'll allow it. would have put it over the top if she had a locket that had, that had Captain Rogers in it. Because he had the, he had the pocket watch with Peggy's oh. picture. Wouldn't it have been great if yes. she had a... I think they're going to do a series, or at the very well, they least, do, a movie they have an animated her. series where she's there. You go. She's the animated character. There you go. It's all coming together in the multiverse. Anyway. Anyway. That I, I you 
you can uh, ask us questions. <laughs> oh. If you agree or disagree, you know what, folks? This is a safe space. We yeah. are putting it out into the multiverse and universe, but you know what? I just... I don't know where they go from here. Well, so, well they're going to go through a portal with Charlize Theron. With a third eye. Mm-hmm. I don't want to grow a third, third eye. Oh, you I don't, don't want to know live who, in a multiverse. You know who should do the I, soundtrack? You know who should do the soundtrack? Third, third eye blind. <laughs> Do you mean another oldies? Oh, so before we go, guys, before we sign on, exciting news. We, not complaining, just asking, are officially on TikTok now. Woo-woo! You can, if you are on TikTok, you can follow us. Right now, um, our content is purely cooking videos. And um, if you, in, that's a throwback to uh, episode two, two, I think. Banana bread. Co- banana, baking <laughs> and banana bread. So follow us on there. And um, yeah, well, we appreciate you guys, as always, listening to our rambling musings. Uh, bottom line. Comic-Con's coming up. Oh, gosh. So I was, maybe I, I can I, find, there's we can be find so many Doctor Strange. And you know what? I, I just think know it. Heather, I think we got to interview and do a montage of just asking them those questions of, are you cool with the third eye? Oh, gosh. Where do we go from here? Steven, may I call you Steven? It's a little strange, but I'll allow it. I, I just want to, I just, I just want to ask them those questions. Guess what? You could do it all day. All right, guys. Well, this has been I'm Not Complaining. I'm just asking for you to explain where we go from here, from Doctor Strange into the multiverse of madness, because it's making me crazy. I don't know, but I'll tell you what. It's going to cost you at least 20 mil. And I do not accept Bitcoin. How about Venmo? (laughs) Bye. Bye.